listening to 27 Talks Podcast. Step into the world of hair. We've got ideas and stories to share. Supporting salon culture and life. We'll provide the education. One talk at a time. This episode, Amber sits down with stylist and educator, Ira Pope-Sage. Well, hi, and welcome to this episode of 27 Talks. Today, I'm delighted to share with everyone a true innovator in craft behind the chair, an amazing artist, and a wonderful educator. Ira Pope-Sage is a total powerhouse behind the chair. He's an amazing inspirer of technique and cultivating really cool educational ideas like Perspective is Key, educational platform that he teaches from uh, utilizing concepts like clock cutting concepts and how to use fear to push yourself through those boundaries. He is totally creatively charged and excited to share how he gets charged up every day behind the chair. Um, he's completely settled into who he is over the last couple years, creating an absolute brand that as you're scrolling through Instagram, you will stop because you know that is an Ira haircut. He is who he is behind the chair and is so excited to share all of his knowledge over 25 years and more of that expertise to get everyone creatively charged and passionately excited about the art of hairdressing. He's just a real cool dude doing real dope hair. And I couldn't be more excited to share with you all. I hope you enjoy this episode. You are an amazing powerhouse behind the chair and I cannot wait to dive in on some creative topics. But tell me a little bit about what you, you just got off of like teaching today. So tell us a little bit about what you were doing today. So what I was, today I was just flying basically. Today it was all flying. Uh, I, but yesterday I was uh, uh, in Toledo, Ohio and I taught for a salon, um, Hair Chaos and uh, did my perspective as key hands-on class with, uh, they had uh, what, five girls there that I got to work with. And so I shared my clock cutting concept and uh, my perspective, my 25 year plus behind the chair perspective. That's incredible. So in a nutshell, if you could describe a little bit for listeners, what is the perspective? Like what is that in terms of education that you're bringing to our craft and our industry? Um, I, I guess I would have to say it's multiple for sure. It's definitely not a, a one, yeah. but because uh, um, it's certainly plural, I can, I have a lot of details um, in the things. I jokingly call my class kind of the most basic uh, detailed advanced class ever, um, which is, you know, quite a oxymoron, but it it's quite fits the weirdness of my class. Um, but uh, shoot, now I forgot your question. What was your question? Sorry. I just want to hear a little bit about perspective is key. About oh, yeah, what I did there in Ohio, huh? And uh, yeah, so the class itself more often is done here in my, in my loft that I live at here. I teach a lot of one-on-ones um, or one-on-twos. And, uh, but uh, this is the first uh, travel since COVID and everything. So I was very excited for that this weekend. Um, and uh, what I taught with them was uh, a haircut that first my clock cutting concept. 
and that uh, in a quick little nutshell, basically the think of like a analog clock on a wall that we actually measure time off of, which is much more valuable than money. Um, so to say time is money is silly. Um, but uh, so that's another perspective I try to push on to make people think differently and not just listen to what they've always said in the past and join along with it. Um, and time is money is one of those things, but uh, or think in the box or think outside of the box. I think you should definitely think inside of the box. It's much safer. Um, there's boundaries. There's a floor. There's walls. There's ceilings. If I didn't have this box here, I'd be homeless. Um, and so to think in a box is so much more safe with boundaries um, and rules then as well. Um, so I teach all of those different perspectives. Like my, my history of education with myself or on myself is mixed by a lot of different uh, manufacturers and uh, educators. Um, I've never properly sat in a Sassoon class, um, yet I get a lot of Sassoon people here that I get to teach, which is awesome. Not educators, but a lot of Sassoon um, salon people, things of that manner. Um, and uh, yeah, so, and then my great friend is DJ Muldoon. Um, so he's basically kind of like my, yeah, he's my, uh, my hair Google, if I will. Um, and so I've pretty much everything I've worked out, I found that it aligns at least right around like 95% with everything so soon. There's some things that uh, I don't necessarily agree with and I have a little purpose and reason why. Um, say that concave convex, they only think of that as being more of a shape. So it's only from 12 to six in my world, from front to back. Um, I look at it also to be from three to nine um, and 12 to six. So it can go concave, of course, opposing that shape um, where convex follows that shape. But that's another thing too, right there away. I like to make people's head blow. A lot of people don't realize this weekend I made a good way of pointing it across is that and I asked them if they understood what concave and convex was. I just found out through DJ finally, two years ago, I think two or three years ago was when I finally clicked in when he said it and it finally like registered made sense to me as far as in convex follows the head shape and concave opposes the head shape. And so therefore concave flips. And the thing that was frustrating with me, I'm a very literal thinker and very literal in general. So every educator, every person when they said, Think of concave, just think cave in, cave in. And I only hear the word in. And it's only one part in, two parts out. So it flips out either way, basically, whether it's front or back um, or side to side, but uh, blah, blah, blah. That's the kind of stuff that I get stoked about and excited about. It's so awesome, though, to have such like this aha moment, though. I mean, gosh, you know, when we've been behind the chair for so many years and it just takes one little like light bulb switch and you're like, oh, and mm -hmm. then it and the thinking is completely changed or that it's so strange. Perspective change. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, I, I hone in on the, the statement that you said about it's much safer in the box. And what I find so lovely about that is I love the rules. I love being able yeah, to have the boundaries. But what I will give you surprisingly like props for with you saying inside the box and with the boundaries but what you do behind the chair and what you're capable of creating is so fearless to Thank me you. from the outside perspective yeah for sure from the outside right and so like yeah. what you do is so you know technically 
I don't want to say like rigid or anything like that, but it's so structured in a way, but like, it looks like you are renegating it on the out, like from the outside finished product. It is, it is effortless. It is punk rock. It is fearless. It is sick. And every time I look at those images, I'm just like, brain is blown. And I'm like, I want to know the nuts and bolts of how he did that. And it's, so kudos to you, but I really want to say, talk about what looks to be so fearless. How do you step into that moment of being like, yeah, I'm just going to like, it looks like you're throwing whatever on the wall and see what it sticks, but that's totally not what's happening. <laughs> In some situation, it is that. In some situations, it certainly is that because as you explore, you may turn and realize, okay, that's not the best turn. Um, so maybe I need to make another turn. So sometimes it is throwing it out there and just seeing. Um, and sometimes it's chasing something either I saw on Instagram. Sometimes it's chasing something I saw in my head. See that uh, my girl, or not my girl, but one of my favorite models that I ever got to work with, um, Emerald. Um, the one that I put the, the scissored part in the, si in the center. I don't know if you saw that or not. Little pixie crop and I put that in there. Um, that one I had, to, I didn't normally ask her about any other lines I put on her head and never asked. And I've never asked about anything like that. I saw in my head about six, eight months ago and I've been seeing it, I've been seeing it, I've been wanting to do it. And so I was like, mm, it's right there. It's a little bit aggressive. Let me just ask, just to make sure. So I still asked. She's like, oh yeah, sure. Whatever. So, um, how, how is it for you? Like you were talking about, we can kind of pick up again, we were talking about, getting creatively charged and then finding that like fearlessness behind the chair to create something that you're just really motivated to do. I'd love to hear a little bit more about some of those moments that have happened for you, or is it just a feeling or share with us how that comes? I mean, it's, it's a mixture of a feeling that starts within myself that I do desire to be um, my own brand. I guess I do desire to be, I know Inside, I, I know I'm already my own brand, so I know it's very easy just to continue just to be myself. And the great thing, the older I'm getting, the more and more I'm even settling into myself. So the more I can release of myself, which is pretty awesome. Um, and as you mentioned the word fear, I dealt with so much fear in so many things. But yet at the same point, I have so much curiosity and so much uh, excitement uh, in living in fear sometimes. Um, so it can definitely motivate me and I love to chase and destroy my fears. So for me, it's like, I have to go through and push myself and try to do something that I've not done before, try to do something that uh, maybe no one's done before if I can. Um, uh, I mean, it's hard to necessarily do something that no one's done, but you know what I'm saying? Um, at least something that I've never seen anyone do. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then fortunately the, the humans and the people that I get to work with um, they inspire me a lot because of the fact that I want to make sure I don't necessarily go off of suitability of a classic suitability. I don't play off the face numbers and all that kind of stuff too much. That's maybe, I would say that's maybe my third or fourth thing that I might focus on. Um, I'm more so trying to find their personality on the inside. Um, I think the more I can put their personality in on the inside to the outside, that's all the better I'm going to be because I'm not concerned about these things. I'm more concerned about these things and making their smile happen um, and making them hopefully feel empowered um, into themselves and love themselves even more. Um, I'd rather them be like more like Kanye West more than Kanye depressed. 
Um, so that's what I'm always chasing after. And sometimes I realize, especially nowadays, which is really cool, um, not everyone's trying to be pretty. Not everyone desires to be pretty. Um, some people just want to be cool. Um, and cool isn't always pretty. So I'm uh, definitely fine with working with cool for sure. I love it. I love it. You truly put walking art on people's the hair heads and their, their accessory that they wear every day. And it's clear and evident through what you share with the rest of us that get to see it on your social platforms. But truly, I mean, I can only imagine how like the people coming out of your chair have got to feel that they are so empowered and it's, it's truly, it's infectiously captivating. It really Very nice. Thank you. So it really um, it's really fun right now with the masks because you see so much more in their eyes of the excitement. Yeah. So it, in some situations you would think that you could see less of their face expressions, but you see, at least for myself, I'm such an eye person. Um, I see so much more like truth in their eyes then. So it's really kind of fun to see that happen there. It's interesting how I think the clients in the chair are really expressing more with their eyes. Like, right. We're just like trying to emote more. And I, I, yeah. I can see that in my clients too, when they really do light up and you're so fixated on that. You're right. Normally we're looking at like, okay, is that fringe going to so many things? Yeah. Yeah. Like what is that doing? And I know it's not always about suitability. Sure. But like you had mentioned, but Truly, we get the the distraction of so much of the face, and so just mm-hmm. their eyes and really connecting. There's something really, really powerful about that. Yeah, I mean, you get more. I get. I feel more true indicators, mm-hmm. especially when I'm going through a consultation. Um, I get much more indicator of if I say pushing to this aggressiveness or staying a little bit more soft. I look at it as being more like electric music or more acoustic. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I can kind of feel through my conversation, especially with their eyes, then, um, read and get much more indicators off of that. I think. It's interesting. The workarounds that we've all been kind of experiencing, obviously this year has been so intense, but it's just one other thing that we, you know, we persevere through and you find that, you know what, it's not so bad. We, we keep getting to make art every day. And that's mm-hmm. freaking awesome, right? <laughs> it is. There we go. A little more light on my forehead. <laughs> so also, I want to, you did touch a little bit on like you as a brand and who you are. You are truly a brand. I think that like, as I'm scrolling through on social, like I always stop and I'm like, I know who hair, who cut that hair. I know who did that look. I know. And how has that, I mean, you've had so many years behind the chair, but has it just been this like steady uptick of finding your own voice or was there something that just like lit it off and was really pivotal in changing the direction for your aesthetic? Um, it's been a constant build, I would say. Um, I was very fortunate. I, uh, I worked with Robert Cromings and traveled with Robert Cromings lawn team uh, from 2000 until I worked with him in 99, but traveled with the team from 2000 until like 2012. Um, So that was quite an interesting experience for sure. Um, So I got to build myself in a kind of a quick and slow way. The first time I got to cut hair on stage was in front of 3,500 people on a main stage back at the city that I just met Robert at the year before. So back at my hometown, a year later, 
I got to cut hair in front of 3,500 of my peers um, that I sat in the audience with the year before. Um, so that was very crazy. Mind-blowing. That's it, totally mind-blowing. Yeah, it was insane. It was very much insane. And I was doing a haircut called sh- I called Shingles. Um, and it's basically, uh, imagine taking, like, taking your scissor or taking a section of hair, coming it down here, and keep it at a very, I call it below noon now, but keep it at, at like a line level, cut a line. And so then is that a hole, there's just a layer or a one link little bob on top of it. And then go next to it here a little bit lower and then in front of it, then a little bit lower. So you do like three panels. So you keep going back and forth. Today it would be considered more like pixelated, right. uh, like a pixelated haircut. Um, and so you could imagine you, met, you should do that with very steady hands. Instead, I was shaking so hard. I was so full of fear and anxiety. Um, and it was funny because at that time there was Stephanie Kochowski, Robert Cromies and Takashi Kitamura on the front line cutting hair and then Danny and myself in the back line as assistants. But I was cutting my own haircut because Robert gave me the opportunity the night before. He said, if you find a model, you can cut hair from main stage. So that was one thing that was always really awesome about Robert is he definitely threw some bones here and there. It was really cool. Um, and uh, so then, uh, yeah, I, Robert or Takashi said I was cut in the back line and we always had haircutters in the front and he was a best friend at the time. So he pulled his chair across and pulled me right up front. And then there I was in the big marquees shaking so hard because there's big giant marquees is a big auditorium place. And uh, Robert looked over me and said, uh, oh my gosh, look at him. He's a real slim shaky. And, and it made me feel a whole much more comfortable because he mocked me and I came from a family of mockery basically. So that started allowing me to settle but then the beautiful thing was that he then said to the audience, uh, look at this kid's shake. But truly, if any of you out there in the audience were cutting hair for the first time on stage in front of 3,500 people, just like he is, wouldn't you be shaking just like him? And the amazing thing was just like that, I had a connective, like eye to eye with the people. I wasn't the fancy platform artist on stage. I was the, the kid of the people, basically. It wasn't... Uh, it was, it was such a much more comfortable position for me. And it's been my, my mindset the whole time. Um, I will never have a position where I feel like, uh, just even last night, I just, it was interesting. Um, I was in my hotel last night and uh, um, I took a look at my, the last video I just put on my IGTV. And then as soon as it got done, it just went to the next one. And I was like, all right, cool, let me just watch it. And because the song was pretty good. And then I watched, and then it went to the next one. And it went to, and I ended up spending like, I ended up spending probably about 20 minutes, I think, 20, maybe 30 minutes all by myself watching my own IGTV just in a row as it went. And I really enjoyed it, honestly. And I was like, I almost started, I, I did cry a little bit later because uh, I was like, I, if I didn't know me, I would be one of my favorites. Yeah. And that was a mega thing to me in my brain and my heart to really like, I like me. And uh, that's a big thing for me. So, because um, I've had a lot of times in my life where I didn't. Um, so it was pretty awesome to have that feeling for sure. That's incredible. That's an incredible story. And I think for so many of us who put so much of like who we are behind the chair in terms of like the sort of, I know for myself, I'm, I try to create art and the second I do it, I want to break it, smash it, beat myself down about it. Wish I could have done yeah, it. Yeah, for it. sure. Yeah, everything. Myself for it the next day. And there's something that is truly calming and comfortable when you can have a little bit of like, yeah, I did that. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah, it's, so many stylists don't do that. You just don't. Yeah, 
I have to, I have to in at least little ways regularly. Yeah. I constantly have to, I mean, I set myself for, I set myself up for little pats on my back with every little thing I do just to keep myself positive. Otherwise, uh, you know, I'm a very natural positive person, but in that positive, as I'm a Pisces, it kind of goes both ways kind of thing. And just like that, I can be into the, the depressed state again. Um, and I'm very, very, very hard on myself. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's very, it was a very nice feeling last night and I'm really enjoying being myself over the last couple of years, uh, feeling that I've really, uh, come to a great place. I'm not wasting time with other things I used to waste my mind with. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Seriously. I think that will, I think a lot of people can listen to that and, and that should sink in a little bit for, I hope so as well. I, I really, I truly believe that. It's from my heart. It's very genuine. <clears throat> I almost I, cried again. That was a close one. I think that's what makes what you do so special too, is that it is authentically you and you know, this is, we've been kind of like, if you want to say like social media acquaintances for a while uh -huh. and like giving each other attaboys back and forth for a few years now, but this is our first conversation actually like, you know, not via DM. Yeah, or we're meeting <laughs> each other today. Yes. <laughs> but you truly, and then from like videos or anything other than just like what you put out there in like a snippet of you cutting hair or what you create on a model or a client, whatever that might be, or how it's a photo of you teaching, it's, you are authentically you. And I think that that is something to completely celebrate. So I'm- Thank you. And thank you for sharing that with our industry. I think that it's, what you're doing is exciting to watch. It truly, truly is. But it's inspirational to getting a chance to talk to you in this, in this manner. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Thank you for Thank sharing you. your heart too. I appreciate it. Right back at you. What is the next step for you as we're kind of like winding down? I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited for it. You have no clue. Today I just finished on the flight here. I purposely got uh, wireless so I could sort business that I wanted to get finished. And so just before I left my new Apple, desktop came and so then on the flight here I ordered um, my little deck that will have so I can my magic my black magic deck so that I can switch between the cameras so I can have multiple cameras I brought two cameras and um, I got the mics coming and everything so I'm having virtual a virtual studio all prepared in here before 2021 yes. so um, and my goal was to make it 2021 by then but uh, um, technically my very first virtual one-on-one -on -one will be next Wednesday already. So um, I've already got someone lined up before I had it quite finished because I knew um, I was gonna be coming up a little bit because of a class. So I thought I'm just gonna put that immediately right into invest it into myself and not even to myself, but invest it into the opportunity for all of us really in this learning opportunity because I have so many people off social media that are in other countries and they want to learn from me, but obviously they're not able to come to America right now or anything like that manner. So um, it's very uncomfortable for me to com constantly say, I'm sorry, I'm working on that. I don't have it yet. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, no. That's very embarrassing to me. So I'm very, very excited that I will finally have my own virtual education available um, very soon. That's so exciting. So uh, this is amazing. I'm so excited to hear this. So how Thank do people, you. what's the method though? Like am I 
is it too soon to say how method in in what i'll be teaching or, or the so process what do you mean by method people can get the education from you is it through just through social it, it'll be set up through social slash uh eventbrite so i'll have it I'll, I'll post things through eventbrite so they can go ahead and set it up through eventbrite um and through social so it'll be a lot of uh, uh i have so many screenshots i I'm very, I try to be very organized, even though I'm not always, but I very much thrive to be. Again, I'm a Pisces, so it's not natural. Um, but uh, uh, so what I do to try to keep myself organized is anytime someone's asked me about virtual education, I screenshot it and then I put it into a category in my um, photos, a photo of my photos under uh, virtual education um, prospects, basically, interest. Yeah, that's that's so, awesome. so if anyone's wanting, then they can just stalk you on the social. Please and thank you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. Well, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see how this all turns out. It's going to be amazing. Me too. Me too. I'm so excited for it. But truly the innovation and a lot of the talks that I've been able to do with other people in the industry, we, we delve into that, like what's next because of the environment that we're all like, confined by but having to persevere through this is yet another fantastic example about how artistry does not die it does not go away we're still so motivated to keep sharing in the craft sharing the industry and finding really solid workarounds to make it happen and so yet again my friend you're showing up to the party and we're gonna like make this next year it's gonna be even better because mm -hmm. of all of the good that we're putting out there. So thank you to that. And as you say, sharing, I'll have to give uh, my best buddy DJ respect on this too, because uh, I went to see him last month with complete intentions. So that way I knew, I mean, we hadn't seen each other in a long time. So it was so nice to finally get to see each other and just laugh. Um, and then uh, um, I knew he was going to be doing some of the virtual classes. So I wanted to see his whole arrangement and setup. So, and he was awesome to show me basically how he set it all up. And then I was able to take pictures of everything, um, videos of everything. So I know how to set my own stuff up very easy. So, and this is a great, I mean, it's the time for virtual. Right. If by all means, if we weren't pushed by it, by quote, by quarantine, um, I don't know how else we're going to get the push. Um, so uh, definitely the timing of it. Like if we, you know, hopefully not, but if we have any form of, uh, you know, lockdown scenario, I will be prepared now. Yeah. Um, and uh, to have opportunity to hopefully have people maximize their time and allow them to educate themselves a little bit um, and see a different perspective as opposed to being depressed in, uh, in quarantine or something like that. Yeah. I mean, really, that's what I keep sharing to how this whole thing, even with me doing kind of these sit-down talks like this, came to be just because like you said, it was shut down and I was depressed. I felt so alienated from my industry, alienated from my friends in the business. And I sat down with Ben, Ben Coe, the first to talk and was like, that's a good guy. Okay. Let's, let's just drink a glass of wine together and see what happens. And it felt so, it was not as good as being in the same room. Just like when you got to see DJ. You yeah, know, for sure. For like, sure. But it's like the next best thing. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. I think that connectivity for our industry is it's something we crave it's something that we need the sharing that we give to one another and the directions that we 
continue to push forward this business and and education and behind the chair and whatever it is that whether it's an independent contractor a salon or you know someone a cosmetology student like we all are elevating each other in the hardest of times and sometimes that pressure cooker makes damn good things come out of it yep i agree i agree fully i mean i know as soon as like day one of quarantine happened immediately i started to rack my brain of trying to figure out what am i going to do what am i going to do what am i going to do i I can't just sit here i can't go mental i can't go depressed i can't get uh, nutty um and how can i help myself and help my girlfriend and help others um, and that's where the love stories came up, basically. Um, so that was kind of fun to try to at least focus again on positive immune building factors and still bringing couples together, my girlfriend and I together, create relationships. Um, so still being able to <clears throat> make kind of day-to-day new friends without being out and about. So you don't feel so uh, secluded, I guess. It's really easy, especially for those of us who want to create and are so tactile every day behind the chair, touching, feeling, you know, creating mm-hmm. what we do. It's the seconds that that's gone, you know. I mean, I, I don't think I ever cut my kids' hair so much as I did in court. Right, right. How, how about when you first went back to the salon and the first time you heard thank you from someone else? I almost cried. Because it had been so long since I, I mean, my girlfriend says thank you to me for things, but it's not quite the same feeling yeah. as it is because it's not the same giving. Do you know what I mean? There's a certain different give in a haircut and it's a certain different relationship. And to have them be so, again, so thankful and so empowered, like that was, oh, I missed so many different things of perspectives. That's like, oh my gosh, I missed this so much. I missed this so much um, that uh, it's been really awesome to experience those misses, I guess really really grateful for them and that's uh, you know we hear it from other you know artists and educators like that's that component that you just said is what makes us essential we are essential for people's lives we really now you know they could maybe not cut their hair for a whole year but the sure. get back in the chair it's like oh my gosh thank you and that gratitude is is amazing it really is amazing. Mm-hmm. Why I do what I do. (laughs) Right, right. It feeds you much. Well, I have a couple fun questions that I would like to throw your way if you're game for it. Always. Okay. So here we go. As long as you're game for my response. (laughs) Always. I'm so excited for your response. (laughs) I wrote these today and I was like, this is going to be fun. I'm excited about this. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with, um, if not hair, then what would you be doing? If not hair, what would I be? Uh, currently, if I wasn't in hair, I would love to uh, um, have like a plant store. I'm so addicted and obsessed with my plants. Um, and I realized the other day I was in the salon and I had given Vicky, my owner, a moisture meter. Um, and I showed her how to use it. And I had like 40 minutes between my next, between clients. And so I went through and spent that 40 minutes just watering all the plants in the salon. And as I was walking back and forth and walking back and forth, all of a sudden I just like thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am just as happy in the salon right now, walking back and forth, giving water to plants as I've ever been cutting any head of hair in here. Like it fulfilled me. It made me feel so happy. And I just smile. Like I don't, I don't really just smile cutting hair. Ever. That would be a little bit weird, I think. I don't think I've had moments where I just smile. I've smiled inside, 
many times, but I've never smiled on the outside that I can recall. Um, But plants, like they constantly um, bring such happiness and such smiles to my face. Um, So I would, right now, I'd probably go that direction. Um, Before, I would say, um, if I had the abilities, it would be something with music. Um, Something still artistic, for sure. Something with music. Um, Yeah, that would be probably the direction. Or I'd love to be maybe a a comedian if I could. Um, A comedian or, uh, let's see, that's probably about it, I think. Yeah. Great solid backups, but I think you're in the right lane. <laughs> I, I'm ha- I am very happy with my lane currently. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, what's the what's your favorite tool that you can't live without? Uh, definitely scissor. Yeah. Is there like yeah. one specific? I mean, I've uh, out of respect right now for the last um, two years right now, I've pretty much exclusively used my shark fin monarch scissor um so thank you shark fin for that uh we've created a relationship and uh um they've been very nice to me and the scissors have been very nice to me i was before that hakari new cosmo for so for like 20 years of my career hakari new cosmo was the only scissor i ever used um which is very very different than the um shark fin minus one specific thing and they had that nylon thing on the inside so it's not just metal on metal and that little thing makes it it's still smooth so that thing is uh made it still feel like my hikari cosmo so i liked uh i liked the shark fin then in that manner that's awesome that's awesome well y'all you know you have to have your shears to do what you do that's for sure so um for sure (laughs) what's your uh favorite iconic celebrity haircut of like any decade any time frame but like iconic. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Keith Richards, actually. Um, in some of the images, like his, his look was just so just cool. I mean, so rock star, so grimy, just, just fuck off kind of cool look that is just a, uh, just a vibe all in itself that I always love that look, really. It's male or female when it comes down to it you put that look on a girl and it's so hot um that's i'm not really gender when it comes to haircuts really um so that uh, to me that specific look is a vibe that i really really like i always have liked yeah you could swing joan in that you could swing yeah in that i mean yeah yep. so many people yep that's awesome i yep or I, liam liam gallagher always just cool too his hair's always just like put well together um, it was funny, I was watching, not to sidetrack from your questions, but I was watching um, this old like 90s movie with Cameron Diaz and Ewan McGregor and it's The Life Less Ordinary. Have you ever mm-hmm. watched the film? I think so, but I have a really bad uh, movie memory. He definitely has this like, it's kind of polished, Ewan's hair is kind of polished, fold out in the front, stepped up, nice light, and then long and tapered in the back. And all the whole time watching it, now I mean, watching it before I did hair, you know, I just, it was the 90s and it just was what uh-huh. it was. But now looking back at it, I'm like, I just want to get some like texture paste in there and shake it all up. And like, he would be stage ready for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Grace Jones, I see in my head though, too, that iconic flat top. Yeah. Um, such incredible strong shape on that. Like I've, I'm a, I've been 
really uh, attracted to shape since a very young kid. Um, shape was one of the early things that just really attracted my eye. Um, so something like that. Uh, uh, I'm drawing Karen O from the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Like she's one of my biggest ones all the time. Uh, Yolandi Visser um, with her mullet, just the extremity in that to me is just, again, it's just so grimy um, and so against the, the norm um, and yet so quality done. I, that's to me, I love that kind of stuff. I prefer it to look and no disrespect to Hot Topic or anyone that's into Hot Topic, but I prefer things to look hopefully a little bit more Dolce Cabana yeah. um, to where it does have, as you mentioned, the word craft um, and things of that manner. So hopefully still an older person would still look at it and have like respect for it. Yeah. Um, and or I can still put some of my things on older people um, and they can still wear because it, it still has like a, a taste level that's not uh, cheap, I guess. I hate saying that word, but I hope you understand. And it's elevated for sure. Yeah. And there's yeah. techniques that's involved in it. And, but then for it sure. looks like you said, a little grimy, a little effortless or that the shape mm -hmm. set in there and spot on. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the last uh, thing that you've rocked out to and you cranked it to 11? I rocked out to, I sh didn't uh, listen to, I actually didn't listen to music too much because my headphones were down. Um, so I didn't listen on the way home. But uh, what did I listen to just on, you know, lately I've been listening to a lot of Fisher, oh. um, uh, just incredible DJ. Um, and that's uh, been kind of my excitement and vibe right now. I love Polo and Pan a lot. LCD Sound System is my all-time favorite band. Um, all of them of which is a little bit more, you know, upbeat and kind of uh, as my, I have disco balls all over my house and I also have a exploding disco ball tattooed on my chest um, that says dance yourself clean, um, which all comes from LCD sound system. Um, so uh, big, most big love for LCD sound system for sure. That's awesome. You definitely want to get that volume high up there for sure. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Exactly. Yes. Their movements are incredible. Yes. Um, what's the best thing about being in Vegas? The best thing about being in Vegas is that I got to meet my girlfriend here. Um, that would be the first best thing I could think of. Um, the next best thing is uh, the the weather minus um, I love you too, baby. The weather minus uh, um, minus the wind. Even though I'm trying to change my mindset, I'm trying to uh, because the wind has always been my most annoying thing about Vegas. I'm not bothered with the heat at all. I kind of got way over that early. Because um, I know it's such a mind or matter thing. So I sorted that. So I'm trying to practice convincing myself that I enjoy wind. And so I'm trying to look at the fact that I see the leaves are dancing and the trees are like shaking and having fun and everything like that. So I'm trying to uh, switch my brain set and switch my perspective with that. So that way I can kind of appreciate the wind somehow. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. right there with you because the wind bothers me so much. And I'm, I'm in Phoenix. And so, you know, we're quite yeah. Too, yeah and much less wind than we have though you guys do. yeah yeah and again since I'm from Michigan I'm not used to so much sunlight and to have so much sunlight is oh I absolutely love the sun um and I absolutely love the moon the fact that I get to see the moon every night so often I remember when I first moved here I was like oh my gosh there's more full moons than I've ever seen my whole life like in the first six months <laughs> this is crazy wide open skies you see yeah them. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. In Vegas or in Michigan, it's always uh, where I was located. There was always a lake effect. Um, so there's clouds. It was very gray. Most of my 
life truly until like 23 when I moved out here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Vegas is a cool place. And yes, at least the weather is, it's not too bad. The heat's all right. I'm with you. It doesn't bug me. I just doesn't. And I guess I love the fact that if I may say one more thing, I love that Vegas is accepting of like in Vegas, anyone can dress however they want. Do you know what I'm saying? So you can wear, you could be a suit person, you wear a tuxedo person, you could be a total dirtbag and you're still like accepted all the same or super hippie or whatever. Um, or, you know I mean? Any of those kind of things and you're not really judged upon. Nope. So I like that. Everything is fair game in Vegas. That's the first mm-hmm. part. Yep. Um, how approximately, if you had to average about how many combs do you think you own? How many combs? Um, I didn't used to always be a comb person, but uh, once I did get into uh, some of the more like uh, fancy haircutter combs, um, they are very addicting and uh, I don't want to be without. So I would probably say, I don't know, maybe I have more combs than scissors. That's for sure. I'd probably say about 30 yeah. um, in that area. Fair amount of combs. <laughs> yeah, I don't keep them all on me but I would have 30 between like my, my home here and my scissor stuff and my bag. Yeah. I'd say about 30. I like the random hairdresser questions. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a good one. Yep. All right. You, what's your hair? What's your comb of choice? Oh, I use the buoy combs and then, the blue, okay. And then I, like the red one or the blue one? To the blue. Okay. okay. The 407s. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I do like the Wise Park combs as well. Um, gotcha. You have those. I'm a Sessibon guy for the most part. I do. I like some of the Wise Park, but they uh, were a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Too too rigid or sharp for me. They are very um, rigid. And I don't personally. I didn't. I've never felt uh, much of a need for that gap. It yeah. doesn't. Uh, it doesn't fit my fit my mind. I guess. I'll be honest, now the gap, and no disrespect to YS Park, because I mean, the, I mean yeah. what they do. I, everyone loves them, so I'm, there's that, obviously. That tooth, you know, like that uh-huh. one tooth, it, with the masks, it hooks that back. Over and over oh. and over, and it must, You're huh? Like almost yanking someone's mask off. Yeah, yep. We need to have some more uh, workarounds with the mask ear loops. I've been putting you, you, perm rod papers on people. Or like the bungee. Get these. Get these. These are very friendly. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So there's these. And then let me get one more thing. I think I saw. I saw them. It's like an elastic Um, with two on it. These these are great as well. These are the almost the best for like salon stuff. Okay. So so you just you hook them on right here. Okay. Perfect. Oh, like an eyeglass. Eyeglass. Yeah. Basically. And so it just sits right on their neckline. Just a little neck thing up here. Yeah, so these are very nice and not bothersome. And That's or great. someone sent me, which was very nice. I, I'm ashamed I can't remember the name of the people that sent them to me, but the uh, um, stringless masks. The sticky ones, yes? Yeah, yep. Like, yep. Uh, I, they sent me a bunch of different stringless or stringless ones, which are very friendly, truly. How are those? Are they? Do they really kind of hook on and stay on okay? Are they? I mean, for the most part, but the interesting thing is that uh, they can go on and off pretty easily oh. is the thing, too. Um, the video I just put on, I guess my second to last video I put onto the IGTV, uh-huh. um, the one that I did for the Elevate TV thing, um, you could see the girls wear the masks. And at one point, one of Amber's actually model popped off, the mask her mom pop, popped off for a second, but she put it right back on, no problem. Um, so um, it's interesting, like they seem to stick just fine. Yeah. 
great. I um I hadn't got my hands on one yet, so it's good to know that that works. And thanks for yeah. the tips. I love that. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, so the last question I have of our seven pop-ups is what is one thing, you sort of touched on a few things already, but what is the one thing that really has just inspired you today? Today. Um, let's see. Um, today, today. I'm um, just trying to think about my day in general. You know, I'm going to go with uh, Jim, who was uh, uh, Jim and Chris were the salon owners from Hair Chaos. And uh, um, they, uh, he, Chris is the woman that contacted me to get everything set up. She's uh, the woman that's amongst the salon. And then she wasn't feeling well this weekend. She was able to meet with him at the airport to pick me up. But then she ended up not feeling well yesterday and today still. Um, so uh, um, it was just him and I in the car. And to hear her multiple times say about he's, he's her rock, don't worry, he'll have me taken care of and this and that. And then to hear him talk about they've known each other since like uh, sophomores in high school and uh, they've just been in love ever since. And here they are like 60 some years old and they're just so in love with each other. And everything that he was saying about her was so beautiful. Um, that was extremely inspiring. I definitely, and I thanked him for him for it this morning too, because you don't, sadly enough, we don't always get to see very, uh, in general in life, you don't get to see people that uh, you can tell that there's a real genuine, sincere love amongst them. They're not forcing anything. Um, and uh, to see that is very beautiful. Um, and then, uh, and then it's on both sides so nice like that. To see that balance isn't always there either, because generally there's like one person who's the chaser and the other person that's being chased kind of thing. Um, but with them, it really seemed very beautiful that it was very uh, balanced. And uh, he was he was such a nice person um, in our conversations. Like we shared music interests back and forth. Like, and I would never just look at him right offhand and think this. But then all of a sudden I realized he had a Harley Davidson shirt, jacket on. So I was like, all right, he's got a Harley on. So then we started talking about this and that. And the next, next guy I know, it's like, oh, he, play, he used to play in a band and this and that. Because uh, he had heard me in the class say that music was my first love. And then, uh, um, so then he started asking me stuff about music and then find out that, yeah, he used to play in a band and everything. So it's uh, those little inside things like that, I guess, are very inspiring just to uh, see someone's, their face park up again, just with their eyes, yeah. but just seeing it and hearing his voice, like, uh, and then trying to inspire him. I, I, I tagged him over the most Liam, Liam Gallagher record or album either way just to try to like inspire him because he's got a studio and everything right now um but he hasn't been filming he hasn't uh been uh recording music so I'm like oh you gotta get in there man uh so try to try to amp him up a little bit That's so awesome. he inspired me a lot well I think connectivity we're reminded during this time that connectivity is is totally everything and that it really really is inspired and if you mix a little bit of magic fairy dust of love and partnership you know that's the cherry on top too so yep yep i'm a big fan of love so those things always inspire me i'm with you there on that one i am oh, i'm so glad i love that we got to the chance to sit down and and share too, and, thank you and talk about you know the industry that i know you really care about and i really care a whole hell of a lot about it and it's really fun to 
see not to you know steal your coin but your perspective on things you know I think. you're good you're good <laughs> <laughs> please but do all the all you'd like i really appreciate you sharing and i really appreciate you just giving the rest of us you know on social a daily little glimpse of your craft and it's it's incredible so. i appreciate thank it you so much. thanks fully my pleasure anytime anytime well thank you i'll talk to you soon i promise thank you to everyone out there as well for watching talk to you then girl.